For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Long time listener, first time caller with us now, Grant Nisbet. How are you, sir? G'day, boys. I'm good, thank you. It's a story, Nisbo. Um, I know uh, you were on comms yesterday with Marshy in that big game in Dunedin, Otago versus Canterbury. That was a, that was a great advert for the NPC, wasn't it? And man, that Otago team, I know they didn't win, but they've got some great young kids coming through. Yeah, they have, absolutely. Um, I thought young Fabian Holland, who's only 19, said to Marshy uh, after the game, I think uh, we're going to see a lot more of this bloke. And he impressed a lot of people too. He had He had good aggression. He's a big boy. I mean, he must be... He must be six foot seven in the old language, and um, he's probably still learning the game in many ways because um, you know he was born in the Netherlands, so he wouldn't have had a background in rugby as a young kid, and uh, I think he's got unlimited potential. I think I made the comment at the end of the game. Otago will probably be the the best team to miss the playoffs, um, although you know, Tasman people may argue with that if they go out this afternoon, but. No, I think Otago can be pretty proud of the way they've played uh, this year. They've had a few lapses, but which team hasn't? But they really fronted up last night. Six foot eight, Nisbo just looked him up. You're right, six eight, man. He's uh, he's he's sizable. He's a big big unit and 118 kegs, and at 19, he's only going to get bigger. Um, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, about Tasman because they they started poorly. They've come back towards the end, but that start has really cost them, I think, and I, I mean, I don't see Manawatu upsetting Northland, I, I think Tasman are done. I think you're right, yeah, and, and it's a bit of a shame from uh, Tasman's point of view, I, I did a game, and I'm trying to remember where it was, and um, anyway, we, we put out a list of, um, just wrote a, a, a team out that um, who wasn't there, it included a whole lot of All Blacks and a whole lot of injured players. And it was a, it was a pretty damn good team. So they've had to rely on on a bit of depth, and you know it's not a major region in New Zealand, so they might struggle a bit with depth. So I think they've done pretty damn well to get where they have. Really, they got a couple of All Blacks back the other night, but um, there are a few that they didn't get back. Um, so you know they didn't have the likes of David Avili or Tyrell Lomax or Finley Christie. Uh, they they are the sort of players who make a difference. And if you don't have access to them, and you don't have tremendous depth in in the region then you are going to battle, that's for sure. Good afternoon, Nisbo. Hey, I hope those blackjack tables or the pokies were, were kind to you when I left you last night. Um, they're, they're supposed <laughs> to pay for our beers next weekend. So, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, mate, I'm, I, I didn't lose anything, mate. I didn't <laughs> lose anything. Um, I didn't make a hell of a lot either, to be fair. <laughs> that, that's good old gambling, isn't it? So much fun. Hey, I uh, wanted to ask you um, about what we've got coming up this afternoon, first of all, because... There's still plenty on these two games, uh, and um, you know this and, and this current format. Your thoughts on it? You know there was a lot of chat about uh, having the odds and evens and moving forward was the, uh, going in the right direction. What, what do you think? Yeah, I think they've done the right thing actually, Marshy. I, I think back to what it used to be like. You had a uh, you had a premier number seven team, and only only one of those teams could win the premiership. The only incentive for the teams playing in the, I think they called it the championship uh, back in those days. The only incentive there was uh, that you had the chance to gain promotion to that kind of first division. So there wasn't a hell of a lot of incentive. Um, And if you made a poor start, then your season sort of fell away almost immediately. Whereas in this one, we've had teams who have been up and down all over the place, but they've still had an opportunity to make that top four. 
only three teams from each division, each division miss out. So I think that um, they've done the right thing here. They've created some real interest. Uh, we've got quarterfinals, semifinals and final. Previously, we didn't quite go that far. So I think it's, I think it's a step in the right direction. Uh, I think the, the only real irony in the whole thing is that um, uh, dear old Barnsley at Taranaki, who made all the, all the comments and things uh, after an unbeaten season last year, uh, they just haven't stepped up this year at all and, and, and they won't feature next week. No, they won't. And I've, I've got to say, we'll talk more about that later, but how good uh, was Stephen Petafeta for them yesterday? I mean, they really gave Auckland a fright, didn't they? I mean, could be a, a whole different discussion on that Northland game because it could be Auckland that potentially miss out uh, with, the, with the way that that game was going. But they did they did get it won. Nisbo, what did you make of the uh, news that we got yesterday that Auckland were going to play Roger Tuivasa-Sheck at 14, but apparently that didn't come from the rugby union? Hmm. Yeah, um, interesting call. Um, I saw a bit of that game. I didn't see all of it. Um, I, I saw half, and the half that Auckland played pretty poorly, actually, and Taranaki had a big lead at half time. so the poor bloke hardly saw the ball from what I could see. I mean, he was doing his best to get involved, but it's damn hard to get involved out on the wing if um, you know if conditions aren't that flash, which they weren't. Um, so it, it was... It was an interesting call. I don't think he's ever going to be an all-black winger. I think if he's ever going to be in the all-blacks on a consistent basis, it's most likely going to be in the midfield somewhere. So, yeah, it was an interesting call. It would be interesting to know exactly what RTS himself thought of it. In saying that, Nisbo, what have you felt about uh, the talent that you've seen come through in, in this year's competition? Obviously, super rugby sides will be coming out probably uh, the end of the month. Uh, do you think there are some pl- emerging players that have put their hand up, or do you think uh, the status quo that exists within New Zealand, there's not many people leaving our shores uh, at this stage with the Rugby World Cup knocking on the door next year, that uh, those Super Rugby sides will look as familiar as usual? Yeah, I, I don't think they miss too many good players in Super Rugby, Marshy, to be honest. I, th- I think the scouts are out there and they do a damn good job team I'll be interested in, and I'm sure you will be too, because we had a bit of a chat about it last night, it'll be this team that, that plays the Barbarians at mm. uh, Wembley. Um, that'll give us some indication, because the national selectors are picking their team, aren't they? And that'll give us some indication as to who they see as the next tier of players. I guess it'll be, I guess it'll be almost the third tier, because take out the 35 All Blacks that are going on tour, it's the next group. And, uh, and that next group could include guys, um, as I mentioned earlier, like Fabian Holland. Um, and, and we'll get some indication, I think, from the national selectors exactly who they see as the blokes coming through, not for necessarily next year's World Cup, but maybe the one after. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, all right, uh, Nisbo. And, uh, I mean, we've got Leon McDonald coming on the show in a little bit, um, so we'll ask him this as well. But I will be very interested to see, you know, guys like Roger Tuivasa-Sheck, you know, does he go with a 35-man all-black squad and not play a lot bunch of footy, or do they give him to Leon McDonald and say, try and give him 60 minutes, two games against the Sopo, and see how he looks? Yeah, it's a good point, isn't it, really? Um, uh, 35 players, it's going to be pretty much the blokes that have been in the squad right through, with one or two exceptions, I suppose. Um, he's had very little game time with the all-blacks, and... You're right. It might. Um, I mean, you could play him against Japan, I suppose. But would he seriously make the team to play Wales? Would he seriously make the team to play Scotland? Or would he seriously make the team to play England? The answer is probably no. 
um, he might well be better off, uh, as you say, to go with um, go with Razor and uh, and Leon McDonald and and see what they can do with him um, in a in a little sort of mini tour, if you like. Okay, mate. Yeah, totally agree. It will be interesting to see how that plays out uh, and who who gets to go and whether or not even the All Blacks are able to while they're over there, give Leon McDonald um, and his coaches a couple of players that they feel need game time. Um, let, let's go back, finally, last question to, to the NPC. Uh, is there anybody out there that you can see, Nisbo, given that we've pretty much got most of our finalists now, barring what happens um, this afternoon, uh, that can can beat a very impressive Canterbury? They've been the most consistent side, uh, including your mob. We've got the Ranfurly Shield there from Wellington. Who, who do you think's the most likely to probably get through to the final to take them on, should Canterbury not get upset before then? Yeah, pretty hard, isn't it? Because, you know, they're going to get home advantage right through, I would think, um, being a team that's uh, accrued the best record for sure. Uh, in the other division, yeah, I, th- I think I think Wellington are a big chance. Uh, they've got to be a bit careful this afternoon that they that they don't, um, you know, just take County's Manukau for granted because... If they were to lose that game, they may, they, they'd probably lose the top slot, mm. and that makes it just a little bit harder for them. Uh, I was really impressed with North Harbour. I have been quite impressed with North Harbour um, this season. Sure, they haven't been all that consistent, but I think in players like Sean Stevenson and Bryn Gatland, uh, they, they've been pretty damn impressive. Uh, Bay of Plenty's another one. Having said that, Bay of Plenty fell over to Northland the other day, so... Um, I think uh, if I was a betting man, I'd be looking at Bay of Plenty to beat a Waikato team, which has kind of fallen off the pace there a wee bit. It's, uh, it's been interesting. I, I, I don't know what's happened to Waikato just in the last couple of weeks, but they're capable of picking themselves up. Any team that's got Damien McKenzie in it is always going to be a danger. And um, I think yesterday, or at least on Friday night, we saw that Hawks Bay had finally gotten over the fact that they no longer had the Ranfilly Shield. And they did a pretty damn good job on uh, Tasman. So, um, you know, just on, on, on the surface of it, Marshy, I think um, the likes of uh, Wellington, North Harbour, uh, Hawke's Bay, and, and maybe a rejuvenated Waikato um, could be could be uh, a bit of a problem for Canterbury. But just at the moment, I think Canterbury at home are going to be a bit tough to beat. Yeah, no, I agree. As well, they uh, they look pretty good. Actually, I was quite surprised at Santa Marcia, quite surprised how strong the team against Otago was, mm. given they had already well and truly qualified top spot. I thought he might have given a few players a breathe, but no. Yeah, exactly. He's um, you know, I think I think you want to keep the train rolling, don't you? Um, there were some subtle changes, but but nothing uh, nothing too hard. I mean. A lot of their play really revolves around, um, you know, you get a loose forward that includes Billy Harmon and uh, and uh, Tom Christie. Mm. Pretty hard to beat, isn't it, really? And um, and a good, solid front row. I thought Tamati Williams was, was terrific last night. Um, and, you know, they, they're just going to be tough to beat, that's for sure. Yeah, indeed. Good stuff. Nisbo, thanks very much for coming on, mate. We'll let you go and enjoy the rest of your Sunday, Arvo. Plenty of footy to watch. Absolutely. Good on you, boys. Take it easy. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, Grant Nisbet there with us. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.